Hello and welcome to the History of the British Isles, Episode 1, Frostbite. Before I start, I would like it to be known that, at the time of writing this, I have just published my Armistice Special episode. The original recordings for the first three episodes of the podcast have been lost, so I've had to rewrite them. I also lost the script for them, so I've had to rewrite their script as well. You may, you may see a drop in quality after these three episodes, as it takes a while for me to get my footing. I have barely even got it myself at this point, as you'll see with episode 10, but I do at least have scripting in the bag. Now, let's begin. I am starting this podcast with the Ice Age. Britain and Ireland are not only shaped by their culture, politics and economics, but also by their geography. The Ice Age seriously affected the terrain of Britain and Ireland, which gave way to some of the most epic battles in history. Bannockburn, Bosworth, Philip and Hastings could all have been different if it wasn't for British terrain. Now, let's actually dive into the history we profess to be focusing on, shall we? The Ice Age I'm going to talk about is the last one, as it is the only one to feature humans. This Ice Age began 115,000 years ago and ended 11,700 years ago. For context, Homo sapiens originated 300,000 years ago. People were fully ensconced in Britain and Ireland before, by the time the Ice Age swept over us, having moved across the Doggerland, a stretch of land that used to connect Britain to the continent. A smaller number would have crossed over the small stretch of water between Britain and Ireland to find an even more remote home. These, these people were, ju- were just as cultured as modern humans, with advanced burial practices and most likely some kind of religion. They were nomadic hunter-gatherers who lived in small tribal communities similar to that of later steppe tribes, like the Mo- such, as, such as the Mongols and the Huns. Obviously, they were not as developed technologically as the people of the steppe, but the average daily lifestyle would not have been too different to someone on the steppe thousands of years later. This was the same all over the world. Farming had not developed, so the only logical thing to do if you wanted food was to go outside and hunt for it. Being a vegetarian would be the hardest thing ever. When people were hunting, they would use wooden spears with flint or stone at tips. These were surprisingly powerful weapons and were able to go through the thick skin and hide of a woolly mammoth. Ivory was available, but more of a medium fart than anything to be used for tools. Now, let's do her case study. The Red Lady. This all starts with William Buckland, who was exploring the coast around Paveland, Wales. He found a cave with a body in it, a body where all the bones were red. He originally thought the body was that of a Romanian prostitute, but modern techniques have revealed the body has a far more interesting story. The bones have been revealed to have originated from pre-Ice Age Britain, and to be that of a young man. The reddening on his bone was through the use of red ochre that was part of a funeral ceremony. This body at the time was miles inland, far away from the perilous cliffs where it now lies. The Red Lady is the oldest known burial in Western Europe and one of the greatest archaeological finds of all time. This is especially astonishing when you realise it was found in Wales. Now let's stop talking about the Red Lady and move back to our main focus, the Ice Age. When the Ice Age started, people, all the people in Britain fled south to Europe and Africa, southern Europe and Africa, where the climate was more bearable. This would not have happened instantly. As you may have thought, winters would start get to get colder and Britons would sl- have slowly migrated down over the course of many years. Over time, no one will remember Britain and Ireland. A whole new group of people would migrate north, intrepid adventurers in search of new hunting ground. These pioneers would start in the southeast of England and spread across the British Isles, which would have been cold waste only filled with the hardiest of animals. 
Eventually, Britain and Ireland would return to a semi-normal climate and would allow the next episode. That's all for now. I'll have to push back my schedule because of the lost audio and because I've had to reset my computer, which led to me losing the script, the website code, as I mentioned in the episode before the Armistice special. If if you if you I want to take something to take your time up, listen to the Armistice special. To all of you, goodbye. <laughs>